I'm not pulling on my driveway. We all know what that means. It's time for another drive to work, coronavirus edition. Okay, so back in 2012, I started doing my uh, my podcast, uh, and um, I think my 15th podcast, so back in around November of 2012, was one on code names. And at the time, I talked about every code name up to the point that was public at the time I did, I did the podcast. Uh, and it dawned on me, it, it's actually labeled in my internal thing, code names part one, because the idea was, oh, maybe later I'll do it. And I just realized I was looking over themes that, uh, so I'm in charge of doing code names. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk a little bit about code names and I'm going to pick up from where I left off. Uh, in fact, it's funny, I did blood, sweat, and tears, and there's secretly there's a fears, which if you listen to my 2016 podcast, you heard me talk about. Um, but really quickly, before I jump into talking about all the different um, code names and where they came from, and, and I want to tell a little bit of behind the scenes of how I became the code name guy. Now, one of the things that I've often talked about is when I first came to Wizards, uh, I was the word guy in a room full of math people. Uh, that I was the person who like learned, like I went to school and learned communications and writing and I was surrounded by mathematicians and engineers and just people very, um, not word centric. Um, and I, I've always been fascinated with words. I'm, I'm a bit, I mean, I obviously became a writer and stuff, but, um, and so anyway, I very early on just was fascinated by the idea of the code names. And so I just kind of took it on. I just sort of took it on. It was, No one really asked me to do it uh, way back when. I just sort of was entertained by the idea. Uh, and um, some of the early, I mean, some of the very early podcasts I didn't pick. But I eventually got to the point where I started doing podcasts. And once I became head designer, I just sort of made it my job to pick the, to pick the thing. So... And over the years, one of so one of the things about a, a good code name, the whole idea behind a code name is we don't know the name of the set when we're making it, and we need something to talk about it. Uh, and what we found was if you give a name that's somewhat real or even remotely real, people get used to it. Uh, like the dark is the one I and in code names part one I talk about the dark, where they use the name the dark, and after enough time it just sounded okay. But the dark is not the greatest name, um, and so. What we do now is we, we give a name we'd never use and a name that has nothing to do with what the set's about. Um, and then we, it just gives us something to talk about. And over the years, what I've learned is there are actually a lot of qualities to a good uh, set name. So as we walk through, you'll see some evolution here. Um, like early on, when we, I started doing code names, uh, this was back when blocks were going, um, like early code names was just me trying to make sure you can remember the the, the order of the code names. Because like, for example, if you go way, way back, we have stuff like um, Bogavadi, Rishimulat, and Gorgonzola, or Tempest Stronghold Exodus. What, those have nothing to do with each other. Who knows what order they go in? Um, and then eventually you can start seeing around Odyssey, like I'm doing Argon, Boron, Carbon. Okay, it's ABC. At least it has an order. It has an order you know. Uh, it's alphabetical. Uh, and then... Manny, Moe, and Jack, Bacon, Lettuce, Tomato. I start getting into three set names where at least they they have a, a rhythm to them. So if you hear them, you know, if you hear Earth, Wind, and Fire, you, well, you know Earth's before Wind is before Fire. Um, and so for a long time, I was doing code names like that. So when we left off in my last podcast, uh, we were up to Blood, Sweat, and Tears, uh, which was Battle for Zendikar, Oath of the Gate, Watch, and Shadows over Innistrad. So the, the thing back then was... Uh, we were doing three set blocks 
Um, but every once in a while, we would change things up and do a fourth set. But when we did a fourth set, we didn't want you knowing we were doing a fourth set. So we had to be kind of sneaky at times. Um, and this is a good example where there was a fourth set, but if we had a code name that was two and two, that would give away that we were doing two and two. So we named it something that sounded like a three set name, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, but secretly, Blood and Sweat were Battle for Zendikar and Oath of the Gatewatch. And then Shadow of the Innistrad, we ended up calling it, um, we ended up calling Elders Moon Fears. So it was Tears and Fears. Like Tears for Fears is a band. I think that's probably where it came from. Um, but anyway, so the idea was uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, you knew the order. Um, but after that, we then got to the... Oh, sorry. So the next time we get to Kaladesh. Now, we, as of Battle for Zendikar, we're doing two set blocks. But we work ahead of time and we tell the audience the code names. So Kaladesh had the same problem that it, it was really two two set blocks, but we had to name it like it was a three set block. So Kaladesh, Ether Revolt, and Amonkhet were lock, stock, and barrel. Um, and so... Once again, it was just we were doing expressions. This is back in the day where I'm, I'm I, I was I was just into three name expressions. Um, one of the things we also learned along the way was not only did it have to have an order, it had to be something common enough that everyone knew the order. Like for example, um, way back when I think I think this was a name that Bill had come up with. We had uh, onslaught block was Manny, Mo, and Jack, which were uh, there's a shop called the Pet Boys, which. Uh, exists here. I don't know how many places has the Pep Boys, but there's three three brothers in the Pep Boys, Manny, Mo, and Jack. But if you didn't know the Pep Boys and you heard Manny, Mo, and Jack, you had no idea what was first. Manny, Mo, Jack, what's first? You have no idea. Um, so then we started making sure we had expressions. But then, for example, I did one for um, Kanza Tarkir, uh, Kanza Tarkir, Fate Before Dragon Tarkir, which was Huey, Dewey, Louie. And even though there is an order, like Disney has an order for Huey, Dewey, and Louie, um, no one knew the order. Uh, very few people did. So people got, and plus they rhymed, so it ended up not being a really good name. Um, but anyway, uh, lock, stock, and barrel is an expression. Um, after I said, oh, we shouldn't have rhyming names, after uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, notice I have tears and fears and lock and stock, so I don't really learn that lesson right away. Um, I'm not sure how we got to lock, stock, and barrel. I, I think it, um, once again, the, the code names predate the set. So, like, I didn't know that Kaladesh was going to be an artifact set. Because some people think, like, lock, stock, and barrel refers to a gun and a gun's a machine. And like, no, none of that. None of that. I mean, I didn't even know what it was when we named it. Um, anyway, so Art of Devastation, we needed to give a name to go with laughs. I think originally it was, uh, I decided to go with barrel. I had to go with barrel. I'm it was barrel. So, originally it was monkeys, so like, barrel of monkeys. Um, but then we had to change, we changed it to laughs. Monkeys was, there was some other code name they was getting confused with, and so we had to change it to laugh. So it's lock and stock, and then, like, barrel of laughs uh, um, is an expression. Um, okay, but after that, uh, we now get into, now we're into a two-set block structure where the audience knows we're doing a two-set. So I can now name them after their two-set block. The audience knew we were doing that. Uh, and uh, it turns out that... Um, what I decided to do was um, we were working on... F I was naming two years' worth of sets at once. And so what I did was I named them... I, I, I was, I was, it was important to me... One of the confusions that had happened was... So, for example, previous year we had Blood, Sweat, and Tears and Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Well, which comes first? Blood, Sweat, and Tears or Lock, Stock, and Barrel? 
You have no idea. Like, I, I named them so that you knew the order that they went in, but you you had no sense of what order they went in between them. And because Magic has so many stats and we're working on such ahead of time, um, you kind of never know sort of what's what, right? So I, I, I realized that I needed to... I wanted to have a convention that helped people remember both the order of the blocks, the, the, the sets in the block, and the order of the blocks. So the idea I came up with was doing foods. And the idea was there were a lot of expressions that were blank and blank for foods, and that um, I would then do them in order. So the idea was Ixalan block was going to be breakfast, Dominaria block was going to be lunch, um, Guilds of Ravnica block was going to be um, dinner, and then uh, the War of the Spark block was going to be dessert. That was the original idea. Um, and at the time I made it, it was these were all large, small, large, small. This is the point where we had switched. Once again, we had switched over, like b- back in the day, it was three sets and then a core set. Um, and then we switched over to doing um, the two and two system from the three, the three and one, the, well, the three and core set system. Um, so the two and two meant we had a large, small, large, small, large, you know, large, small, large, small every year. There were two sets, one large, one small of each, each thing. Um, okay, so for breakfast, uh, this is Ixalan and Rivals Ixalan. Uh, I did ham and eggs. Um, the reason I didn't do bacon and eggs, which is slightly more um, uh, a known expression than ham and eggs, is Mirrodin was codenamed bacon, and I was trying not to repeat code names. Now, I will point out, Mirrodin was way, way done. No one was ever going to get confused, but I, I just felt like it was wrong to reuse code names. So I, I named it ham and eggs instead of bacon and eggs. Uh, and, and like I said, that was breakfast. Um, so then for lunch was Dominaria. So Dominaria originally had a large and a small set. Uh, and the idea was that Dominaria was going to go back to Dominaria. Uh, and then the small set was, there's a big, uh, the big finale was a war. Um, and they, they um, what was the bad guy's name in, in Dominaria? Uh, Bells and Lock. So the, the, the demon Bells and Lock that was doing horrible things. And all of Rav, not Ravnica, all of Dominaria had to get together to defeat um, Bells and Bells and Lock, and so originally the gathering of the people was the first set, and then the battle was the second set. So we had called the first set. Um, so that was called soup and salad. That was lunch. That was soup and salad. So soup is Dominaria. Salad got canceled. We ended up not making it. We ended up uh, Dominaria was the first set, kind of in our new system where every set's just a large set, and there there is no such thing as a small set. Um, so salad just kind of went away. So there there was no salad. Um, but we had, we had named it, um, the following set, uh, Guilds of Ravnica and Ravnica Allegiance was dinner. So that was spaghetti and meatballs. Um, and that was, those sets inter- interestingly were designed together, um, but ended up, ended up, uh, so Dominaria is kind of our first uh, under the new system, but Dominaria, Guilds of Ravnica, Ravnica Allegiance kind of were already large sets anyway. So they, while they were the shift over to the new system, it wasn't really till War of the Spark that it, it, it kind of changed over. Um, anyway, we get to War of the Spark. So that is dessert, right? So uh, War of the Spark and its small set, back when it had a small set, was supposed to be milk and cookies. Um, and the idea there was um, we had taken the story and broken it up. And I think, like, there's a point in the story where the early on the good guys are lo- it's looking good, but then... Um, uh, he brings the gods, the, uh, Bolas brings the, the god eternals, and, like, everything, everything goes poorly for our heroes, and that was gonna be the ending of, of War of the Spark. They were gonna pick it back up for the final, the, the final part of the battle in, in what was called Cookies. Um, 
So anyway, so the master plan here, the whole idea behind the breakfast, lunch, uh, dinner, and dessert was, okay, I now have a naming convention that lets you, lets you know what order the blocks go in, and they let you know the order of um, what set comes after what set. Uh, the problem I ran into was, I, I was, I maybe was a little too clever. Like, people didn't figure out breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert. Like, people just didn't, I, when I, when I told them that, they're like, oh, but no one, on their own, no one got it. It was the kind of thing that only when I told people do they get it. Um, and so, it didn't do a great job. Like, no one knew what was first between ham and soup and spaghetti. Like, they, it, it just sounded like food, so no one knew the order. Um... So, starting with Throne of Eldraine, I said, okay, okay, let's, um, let's do this right. Let's, um, let's create a system by which everybody, um, and be aware that, uh, we're now in the, in the, the, the new, the, what we call the three-in-one model, where there's three large sets, uh, and, and a core set, um, and, uh, the, uh, each set was his own set, right? Uh, so there was no more blocks. I, 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 I no longer had to worry about you knowing the order of the blocks. There were Blocks were no more. So um, what I decided was that what made the most sense is, look, I just want a simple system by which we could do this. So I said, okay, what if we just use the alphabet? What if the first set started with A, the second set started with B, the third set started with C? And I'm like, okay, how, how hard can that be? That seems like a pretty straightforward thing. Uh, and I went around and talked to people, and everyone, everyone, everyone liked that. Um, but the thing that was important to me was I wanted to have some sort of theme just just to sort of connect them. Um, and the idea was that uh, this, was, this was just for premier non-core sets. Um, so the idea was all the standard legal sets other than the core sets, because uh, the core sets didn't really have nicknames. They were just sort of, we'd call it M20 or whatever, but we, we, you know, it didn't really have a nickname. Um, and so I wanted, so I knew that I wanted to do alphabetic names and I wanted a theme. I wanted the, um, and once again, I could have just picked any words and just gone ABC, but I, I, I you know, I, I take some pride in my code name. So I'm like, okay. So I decided that I would try to figure out what my theme would be. What would the ABC theme be? Um, I knew it would go on for a long time because it's three sets a year. Um, and so with the alphabet, you get, you know, eight, eight or so years, um, but anyway, I spent a lot of time. So um, early on, I came up with some really cool, clever things. Um, and I had officially run by, I have to run by legal just to make sure that the code names are okay. And I had done some stuff I wasn't allowed to do. Uh, it makes me sad because they were, it was super clever and super geeky and lots of fun. Uh, but I wasn't allowed to do it. And so... Um, I have that uh, uh, at my desk. Uh, I, I, I held on to it. It was the it was the code names that wouldn't have been, but it was uh, it was really cool. Um, so anyway, once I realized I, I, I had to sort of I had to pick a, a basic theme, uh, I looked at a whole bunch of things, um, and some of the themes I looked at might like once I get to the end of the alphabet. Uh, in fact, by the way, probably what's going to happen is because uh, the alphabet's twenty six, so. I'm going to bail out before I get to the end, just because the, the end part of the alphabet is not very helpful in, in doing code names. And so um, I think um, I'm going to probably bail out at U and then go back to A. Um, and in fact, just so you know, the, the I only announce code names once 
they're in uh, exploratory design. Once we're working on them, I announce them. And today I'll, I'll go through all the ones that we've announced so far. Um, but I know them all the way through you. Um, and I don't, the problem is the following year would be VWXY and X is just next to impossible to do. And even the words I can come up with, no one can pronounce them. It's hard to pronounce. So I think I might stop at U and then go back to A uh, and pick a new theme. Um, and I looked at a lot of themes. I spent a I spent a lot of time on this little codename project. I look at a lot of themes. Um, the one I ended up going with was sports. Uh, I liked sports because um, they just they sounded like cool. They sounded like cool code names, uh, and it was um, it, I don't know. It just it just had a little bit of a like I wanted code names that had a little pizzazz to them. Somehow sports sports sounded cool. So one of my goals was, when I was doing the names, is I wanted to come up with something that was easy to remember, so I didn't want to do anything too obscure. You'll see as I get to some later letters, I start running into problems, but I wanted to do things that weren't too obscure, but I also wanted to make sure that they weren't too similar to one another. Like, I, so I want, I, obviously they're ABC, but I also wanted, um, like, one of the things is there's a lot of balls in, uh, a lot of sports with ball on them. And so what I said is, okay, I, I don't want two sets that we're working on at the same time to have the same root word in it. So, for example, um, like, I, I use baseball for B, but at football, I didn't use football for F because of that. So, um, so one of the things, so here's my rules. Here's my rules for codenames. Uh, it, it had to be sports because I was doing sports. Um, it had to be, uh, a, 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 alphabetical in order, A through, A through, eventually U. Um, and, um, I liked it to be something that people knew how to pronounce and spell. Like, I, I wasn't looking for something. Oh, and the other thing is, it had to be, it couldn't be somebody's thing. It had to be just general public domain. It's a thing. Um, there are a lot of sports that are, you know, Made up sports and fictional things. I could use none of that. I, I had to do real sports. Um, okay, so we start with archery. Um, I think so. The, the, the so what happened was I didn't name all of them at once. I I figured out that I could name them all, so that I had names for them. In fact, what I did is I made a document that listed here's all the possible A's, here's all the possible B's, here's all the possible C's, and then I picked some of my favorites. Um, and the other thing I was trying to do was just mix up the kind of sport. You know, I I, I I like the idea of having a variety of sports. Um, and so my rule was I wanted to pick something that was n known, easy to spell, and, and, and there was some variety. And I wasn't repeating roots and stuff so people wouldn't get confused. So archery, so, and, and let's see. I named the first, I think I went through, I think I went through the f nine when I named them originally. I, I, I named them through I. Um, that was the plan. And so... Uh, archery, baseball, and so Throne of Eldraine was archery. That had no issues. Um, Ferris Beyond Death was baseball. There was a lot of debate because I went, what happened was I made this uh, list of all the different code names and then I went and talked to people and said, hey, which of these code names do you like the best to try to get a sense? Everybody liked archery. Um, it's not that people didn't like baseball. There are just a lot of sport bees. And so there's a lot of different people. Um, there are some people... Oh, one of the other rules I had about codenames is that I it couldn't be something... It couldn't be a terminology or confused with the terminology that magic already used. For example, B and or C couldn't be bicycling or cycling because cycling is a is a keyword mechanic. So, like, C couldn't be cycling or, or even bicycling. Um, so I stayed away from things that had other meanings to them. Um, so in the end, we ended up going with baseball just because baseball, I mean... 
uh, I mean, we're an American company. Baseball is, is pretty big here in America. So we, we just knew something that everyone would know. Um, and then for C, uh, we went with crickets. Uh, so uh, Icoria was the codename cricket. Um, I was also trying to, I mean, there were a lot of C's as well. Um, but I liked the idea of, I, I liked being a little more international where I could. And cricket's a, it's an English sport. So I, I thought it might be fun just to mix things up a little bit. Um, oh, one of the little cutesy things is, uh, so when I, when I lead a, a design team, uh, usually at the end of the design team, I will give away a little, um, a little gift or something to my team that is tied to the code name. Uh, and so for cricket, I gave away, um, little Jiminy Cricket bobbleheads. Um, so anyway, okay, we get on to Zendikar Rising. So Zendikar Rising was diving. Um, my daughter, Sarah, is a, is a diver. Uh, and so maybe I had diving on the brain, but uh, I've been to many dive meets watching my daughter dive. And so uh, for most of these, by the way, most of these letters had numerous good options. Some of them had one. Some of them really didn't even have one. We'll, we'll get to those. Okay. So next up was call time, which was equestrian. Uh, e was one of those. E was one of the ones that didn't have a lot of great choices. And it, I thought equestrian was cool. Equestrian's horse riding, if you don't know. Um it's a little bit longer than I like. It's definitely one of the names that, um, I mean, it's not that hard to spell if you sort of sound it out. But um, it was it was a name that I got a little feedback, a little a little pushback on. Okay, F was fencing. Uh, so fencing is a little nod to Richard Garfield. Uh, I didn't want to do football because I'd done baseball and they were within the same time we'd be working on them. Um, but it turns out that for those who don't know, Richard Garfield uh, likes to fence. Uh, and so there's a little nod to Richard. Uh, so I made F fencing. Uh, then G, which is uh, Innistrad Midnight Hunt, uh, was golf. Okay, so let me let me get into this. Uh, so Innistrad Crimson Vow was clubs. Um, I can't get too much into this until we get closer to the set. But um, at the time we were making this, we didn't know that we were doing Innistrad Crimson Vow. So the reason it's clubs is... It got added into the schedule after we'd already named hockey and ice skating. And so uh, we talked about, okay, well, do we want to move the names and now Crimson Vow will be hockey? And, uh, and But everyone's like, oh, we're going to get confused because people associated hockey with this set. So we decided instead of moving around names that we would just give it a name that went with golf. Uh, and so we named it Clubs. Um, so Crimson Vow breaks, uh, breaks the cycle of the alphabetic... Uh, but that's why, because uh, when we decided we were doing it, uh, and like I said, as we get closer to it, I'll, I'll go more into that. There's a, there's a whole story there. Not something I'm really sharing just yet, but as I tell the design story of Midnight Hunt and Crimson Vow and stuff, I will talk about sort of how and where, where that came about. Um, but anyway, uh, Innistrad Midnight Hunt was golf. Uh, Innistrad Crimson Vow is clubs. Next up is hockey. So here's an interesting thing. Originally, um, uh Hockey, we, uh, I'm now into the part where the names have not been announced, right? All you guys know are the code names. Um, interestingly, hockey originally was handball, and I was ice hockey. Because um, I thought ice hockey was the most sport of the eye. There wasn't a lot of great eyes, and I thought ice hockey. But what happened was people got confused between whether hockey was H for hockey or I for ice hockey. And so we said, oh... Okay, let's just call it hockey. So we changed H. H was handball originally. Uh, I felt that handball was far enough away from baseball um, because it was, um, uh, I, I don't know. I thought football was too close. I thought handball was far enough away to be okay. 
Um, it, it was football was uh, F was almost could be football, but I ended up not making it because of Richard I made a fencing. Um, anyway, H was handball. We had to change it to hockey, but then ice needed an, I needed a name, and there's not a lot of great eyes. Uh, so we ended up going with ice skating, which technically it's it's uh it's in the Olympics, so it is. I mean, it is a it is it is it is a sport. Um, um, but we we that got changed. Like, originally, like if you look at early schedule, I think even um. We did a commercial uh, where there's a blackboard. It was a magic commercial for a, a, Arena, I think. But uh, in it, there's a guy who's being taught magic, and there's a blackboard. And on the blackboard, we read all these teasers about magic. And on it, I write A through I, the code name, because not all the code names were public. But on that blackboard, I believe H is handball and I is ice hockey, because it changed after we did that little teaser. So if you've ever seen that teaser and, and saw H handball, I ice hockey, that, that's why that was so. Um, okay, now we get to Jay. Uh, so Jay was judo, um, and then K was kayaking. The reason K is kayaking and not karate was I knew we'd get confused if judo and karate were by each other. And there wasn't, there wasn't, judo was the better Jay, and kayaking I thought was okay. So I ended up keeping Jay judo and making K kayaking. Um, I, I did want to, I, I was very conscious, by the way, of not making sports too close to each other, because if Jay was judo and Kay was kayaking, and Jay was karate, you, you easily could have gotten confused with those, so that's why I did that. Uh, L was lacrosse, M was marathon, uh, N is netball, N was a really hard one. Um, there's not really a lot of famous sports with N. Originally, I, I did N as Nordic, because there's Nordic skiing. Um, but I had, I had floated netball for a while, and then when I changed it to Nordic, a lot of people said, oh, we like netball better. Uh, it just was easier to remember. Uh, netball is a, uh, English variant of basketball. Um, I, I, I think you can't move the ball is, is the big difference. That, like, you don't dribble. You, you have to throw the ball. Um, but, it, but you, you're throwing hoops like, like basketball. Um, and then O, which is in, uh, right now in exploratory, is off-roading. Uh, o is another one. There's there's not a lot of great O's. Uh, both N and O were were were, were trouble childs. Um, as is Q, by the way. But I, Q's not public yet. Q, but when I get to Q uh, at some point, not not this podcast because Q's not public yet. Okay, I do want to run through some other code names from other sets that are not not were, were not standard legal sets. Just to talk about these code names real quick, and then we'll we'll call it a day. So Summer Magic was known as Edgar. Uh, and fourth edition was known as Francesca. So what happened was early in Magic, the printer uh, for each version gave them a name, and I think it was Alpha and Beta. I think it was Alpha and Beta. Uh, but each one of them had a name, and Edgar was what was meant to be the fifth print. Uh, was a fifth printing that went awry. For those who don't know, it was never released. Um, if you ever heard of the Green Hurricane, that comes from Edgar. What happened was they printed it. It wasn't up to wizard standards, but a little bit of it got out. And so there's a little, like, it's a collector. There's not, there's very, very, very little of it out in the public. And it's, it's really just for collectors. It's very obscure stuff. But there's a green, hur- there's a green hurricane. It's the most famous thing. Uh, a hurricane that's accidentally printed on a green frame. Uh, and then Francesca was just E, then F. Uh, Vanguard's, its codename was Commando. Um, I think the idea there was you were picking somebody, and so it was kind of like your commander, although this is before commander as a format existed. Um, next was Portal. So Portal was a thing we made to teach people magic, and it was called Harvey. Uh, so Harvey, for those that don't know, there's a play and a movie uh, starring Jimmy Stewart, and Harvey is an invisible rabbit. And the idea when we made Portal, nobody knew it existed. So the idea of Harvey was, oh, it's this invisible product that no one knows about. Um, Plane Chase was called Hopscotch. Uh, and that's why you're jumping around from plane to plane. Um, 
Commander was called Bedlam. Uh, Bedlam. So one of the things you'll see about some of the, I, I did not name, um, none of these, uh, none of these, um, codenames for not, I did all the codenames for premiere sets. I don't do the codenamings for non-premiere sets. So a lot of these codenames are a little more on the nose than I like my codenames to be. Uh, Bedlam was for Commander and like, it's decks that fight each other. Bedlam means, you know, chaos and stuff. Um, it says here, dual decks mirrored in pure and new for actually was Mac and Cheese. I didn't know any of the dual decks had code names. I'm not sure why that one dual deck had code names. I have no idea. Uh, Modern Masters was codenamed Picasso. Um, that's because he is a modern master, uh, yeah, modern art master. Um, that's a little bit, uh, once again, no one knew when we were making it, that we were making Modern Master, so it, it, it being a codename wasn't a horrible thing, but it is a little, a little more, on, like, it's Picasso and it has to do with modern, like that, people can figure that out, so that, some of these names are not great names. Uh, Conspiracy was called Hydra. Hydra in Marvel Comics is a fictional terrorist organization, and they, um, they sort of, like, uh, infiltrate things, and so the idea was, who, who, who knows, who can you trust? Uh, Eternal Masters was Jitterbug, which is a dance. I have no idea what that was the name. Unstable, I, I so Unstable was given the name Quicksilver, not by me. Uh, and it was the problem was we couldn't use it because Unstable has a silver border. That's not that it was too on the nose, and so it was a code name that we used internally, but we never used externally, which makes it a really bad code name. Now the good news was no one knew we were doing it, so we had no reason to talk about it. Normal sets we'll talk about ahead of time. Uh, oh, it's in Explorer or something. Um, so we had no reason to use it, but anyway, it was it was not a good code name. Uh, Battle Bond was Slingshot, uh, I think, because you were fighting, I guess. Um, Modern Horizons was Contemporary. Um, I'm not sure why we call that. Oh, oh, I guess it's. I got, I got it. Uh, it's a synonym for modern. That's what's going on. Uh, it's a synonym for modern. Once again, not a big code name because it gives away what it is. But it's a, it's a set about modern and contemporary is a synonym for modern. Uh, Mystery Bur- Booster was Whirlpool. Um, I have no idea where that name came from. Um, uh, Secret Lair we called Raindrop. Um, I think the idea was. Like the the secret letters, they fall from the sky. You, you never know when one's coming, and so like raindrops fall from the sky. I think I think that was where that name came from. Unsanctioned, which was the unbox set, uh, was called Parachute, and the reason was when it was first made, uh, the project was called Parachute because we made a project that it, uh, if we ever needed a set at the last minute, we could just throw it in. It was it was kind of a a set that wasn't tied time wise. That like if we could do it this year or next year, uh, and. Um, Gavin came up with the idea of making it an unbox set. We had never done that before, and we could reprint uncards. But uncards really have no timing to them, so like we could, we could reprint it whenever, and then we release it right away. So it wasn't the. I mean, I joke about being a parachute. It's like here's a parachute. You can use it. When you need it. Pull it. <laughs> uh, Commander Legends was called Chevron, which is a gas station. I've no I have no idea why that's called Chevron. Uh, Time Fowl Remaster was called Project Cupcake. Um. Yeah, some of these names I didn't name. I don't always know what the nickname is. A lot of them are on the head. This one's less on the head. Uh, I don't know what it's called, Project Cupcake. Um, maybe because it was it was a sweet project, maybe? Cupcake? I'm not sure. And then finally, uh, coming this summer, uh, Dungeon Dragons Adventures of Forgotten Realms um, was originally... We didn't know... I mean, we didn't know when we first started making that it was going to be a standard legal set. Um uh, so it didn't get named as if it was a standard legal set because at the time, as part of the coding, so it ended up being called Zebra. 
And I'm not sure. That's a good question. I don't, I don't know why it's called Zebra. That's its code name. Um, so anyway, uh, okay. So me going over these code names I didn't know are far less exciting. I mean, maybe you didn't know the code name. Um, but anyway, that are, so we're now caught up. You get, you now know all the code names of sets that are in some form of exploratory design is the earliest that you'll see something. So, um, off-roading is the earliest of something. Um, we do start on exploratory for the P set in a month or two. So you will know the, the P name soon. And before the end of the year, you'll know the Q name. But I have to warn you, it is not uh, not the greatest of names. I, I, I will keep you from getting, getting uh, your hopes up for a good Q name. Anyway, uh, that, my friends, is Codename. So I, I like talking about weird things from time to time. There's people that really get into the minutia. This is very much a minutia episode. Um, but anyway, I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, I will see you all. The- oh, wait, wait. I'm here at my desk. Sorry, I didn't even do my ending. Uh, I'm here at my desk. So we all know what that means. It means the end of my drive to work. And instead of talking magic, it's time for me to be making magic. So I hope you guys enjoyed this, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.